Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Now entering Nerdist.com What made that funnier is I could see you inhaling for so long. (laughs) I have mouth horns. Uh, Welcome to episode one of James Bonding. With our guest... Paul F. Tompkins. Hello. Hi. I'm Paul F. Tompkins, a stand-up comedian and also film lover. (laughs) The only two criteria for guesting on our podcast. You've met met both. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for joining us, Paul. Thank you for having me. It was uh, a pleasure. Is, to are you done? Watch this is Doctor over. No. Oh no! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, the pleasure of being here has just begun, my friends. Mm. But uh, <laughs> let me do some horse. Welcome, Paul. Thank you for being here. You uh, said uh, you said that like there was some hesitation in how much pleasure you took in rewatching the first James Bond movie. I will say I have not seen it in probably more than a decade, uh-huh. right? And I would say that uh, the, the my takeaway from it is that movie making has changed. <laughs> Also, how we treat women has changed. Well, barely, but <laughs> but the 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 <laughs> at one point I watched it with Matt last yeah. night, and at one point Matt noted that this is one of the shortest Bond movies, and I said, yeah. "Really?" <laughs> I because I could not believe it. Just the pacing of it is so slow, and it's you can sort of see. The stuff that just hadn't been invented yet. Right. Like, there's there's a scene where um, uh, Bond. I don't want to talk too out of sequence. If we're gonna, no, you know, go there. we have a step. If anything, we have established no ground rules. Fantastic. Yeah. There's a scene where Bond is. Um, he's leaving his bungalow mm-hmm. and he's gonna guard against. He's gonna set little sort of uh, right. uh, traps for people to fall into in case. So he'll know that somebody's been there. Yeah. So he puts dust on his on briefcase, briefcase handles. And, yep. He puts a hair across the closet. Door. Which my dad did when I was a child at a hotel no. on a safe in the hotel, ah. and I was so impressed by this 
amazing thing of this is how you'll know that it wasn't until years later where I saw Dr. No and I was like, oh, come on, Dad. You're just he fucking absolutely got it from Dr. Yeah. No, right? Yeah. That's the only place to get it from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless but, some special also, army training I don't know about where they just he was say. He's just doing that to do, because of Dr. No, not because it I was going to so. really tell him anything. If well, you're safe as say... busted into, you're safe as busted into. Well, right. Was, <laughs> we were there for a few days and he wanted to know that he could eventually put something in the safe, I think. Oh, so before he put oh, anything in the safe, he okay. put the hair on yeah, there. Because like yes. a, a, a maid or something could come yeah, yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, all right. Yeah. Fair yeah. enough. Oh. Let's all do it. Major coods to your dad. Coods. <laughs> coods to the pop. Coods, Papa Myra. <laughs> um, but the, but so we see him do all these things in real time. And nowadays that would be a quick montage. Sure. You know, this, that, the other thing. Yep. So you'd get the idea yep. like, oh, this guy's clever. But they just had time to burn back yeah. then. Oh, did yeah. they ever. Everyone sitting there in the theater smoking cigarettes oh, is like, God. this guy. Is, he's sharp. And when you say the pacing is slow, quite literally, because many scenes are just about him pacing from one place to the next <laughs> through a hotel lobby. It's all about his yeah, personal walking. pacing is There's slower than it should be. A lot of travel time. Yeah, a lot of travel. A lot of shoe time. leather in this film. <laughs> the, but you do kind of you do kind of get the <laughs> impression that they were sort of going for let's make this a sort of vacation log. Mm. With a spy in it, yeah, detective. Well, I, I also think that everything about it was so uh, it was it was uncharted territory. Right. You know, it was like this this sort of it's weird to think that this kind of invented the action movie in a way, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Which which I guess it kind mm-hmm. of did. It really right? did, yeah. That it, it invented this sort of action thriller, and there's like nobody had ever seen anything like this before. So. Uh, the idea that he's going to put the hair on the door and he's going to put the powder on the, this is all very exciting. Yeah. Airports like, oh, were exciting. Airport, yes, exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah. A boat, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what? a boat pulling yeah. into a port. It's uh-huh. amazing. <laughs> Look at the blue water, and you know, there's all this, there's all this, um, uh, you know, it's like Technicolor, and everything is very, it's all very new and very exciting, yeah. and I and I get that, but it's it's so crazy to watch it from a modern perspective mm. of like. Oh my God, he's still walking over there? Yes. <laughs> he's still walking. Oh, my God. The man arrives at the airport, and though there was no security like there is today, it takes him longer to get through that airport <laughs> yeah, than yeah, it does exactly. for me to go anywhere. Yeah. It was insane. And just the just the holding on the... I've seen more bad Sean Connery driving in this movie. Like, the car chase, he moves the wheel so much so that he would have done, like, a 9... Whatever, 920. Like, yeah. he would have gone... Or at the very least thrown up. Yeah. Right? Oh, <laughs> made himself sick. At the very <laughs> he least. He would have been off that cliff. We talked about this last night that as any kind of performer, I would much rather do an emotional crying scene or a sex scene or both at the same time than have to do a rear projection <laughs> driving scene because that seems like some of the hardest thing to Did do. Did you know? Tell me more about this sad, sexy movie you're in. <laughs> well, it's Where called, people are crying and having sex. It's called uh, Nine and Three Quarters Weeks. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I want to say. The uh, (laughs) speaking of projection, did you notice? uh, First time I noticed it was last night on the Blu-ray, the scene with the spider. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's just uh, tarantula. Yeah, uh, the tarantula is just. They shot the tarantula crawling on a projected film of Sean Connery no, in bed. No, no, that's not true. <laughs> what did they oh do? Oh, my God, you guys. Buckle up your no. sit-downs and take a real get a load of this, okay? Uh, what they did, honestly? Rewatch it. No, I, oh. I watched the, the commentary today. I didn't know this was going to happen, you guys. <laughs> 
They put a pane of glass and built a sideways room so that he could lie down, and the side side wall of the hotel was actually the floor so that the tarantula could. Oh, just... my way was much easier. I know. You... Oh, absolutely. <laughs> but you can see you can see his arm yeah. ever so slightly up against the glass. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, and it's it's not it's not bad. No, it's pretty good for what they did. But but then we were talking. We were also talking like tarantulas are not really lethal right. in that way. Right. <laughs> well, they really couldn't have. Mm. Also, I think that with the movies, they can you know they're way, they were way less sensitive about animals back then. Yeah, they could have just, just ripped out whatever would have killed anyone. Plus, <laughs> what a circuitous, circuitous route to kill somebody. That's yes. You, the guy has to go to an island, be given a tarantula in a nice little travel cage that looks like a lantern, yeah. and go back on a boat and then just put it in his room and hope that it's going to get him. Same yeah. thing with the live and let die. Is yeah. the idea that the the listening audience will have? Perhaps watch this. Yeah, recently? we explain. We explain yeah. up top if you okay. want to really enjoy this sort yeah. of watch it. Right yes, and these it. movies are all yeah. readily available yeah, 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 various yeah. places. Yeah. But yeah, that plan, Doctor No's plan, he's very unhappy. Okay, very unhappy. Okay, he tells his minion, "You take this mm-hmm. spider. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you go to his hotel room. It's spot Jim the spider. Wait, wait this till, is my favorite. Don't your, let anything happen to him. Wait till he's asleep, <laughs> and then." Somehow get the spider under his covers. I would, why why were we spared that? I would argue. <laughs> I would argue that that plan to uh, deal with James Bond is well thought out, much more so than his actual plan, which I still don't know what his ultimate goal was. His ultimate goal is to disrupt American rockets. For what? To embarrass them because they turned down their shot at Dr. No. <laughs> That's true. Is that really his yeah, plan? Yeah. He wants to, yeah. That really, uh, honestly, that does seem to be what it is. Is it that is. East and West both turned him down. Yeah. So he's like, well, I'm just going to make you guys look like jerks. That's the whole thing behind Spectre, though. All they want to do is disrupt both sides. They're they're all bitter and they want extortion and revenge and... Yeah. Uh, what What is the... Re- revenge... So what is it? Oh, right, because it's all in the acronym. Yeah, it's yeah. all in the acronym. Special, what is it? We should know this. Special yeah. punishments for <laughs> real... Wait, where'd you get the four? Eggheads. Hang on, hang on. Rageaholics. Special executive... Spectre. Special executive for counterintelligence terrorism. Revenge and extortion. Yeah. That is the... Clunkiest yeah. <laughs> acronym. It really doesn't work. It falls no. apart several times it's before the worst it's over. falls apart with the first <laughs> yeah. word because we're taking two letters yes. from the first oh, word. Oh, it's the worst. It's very simple. Uh, you take the SP from special. <laughs> Add in executive. I'm listening. Uh, the word four is in there, but don't capitalize it. But put that out of your mind. Uh, revenge. Yes. Okay. Uh, quick question. Mm, yes. Are we I'm doing, almost done. Are we doing English spelling or American? Mm, let's go English. All right. Unless we run into a problem. I'm just about there. Okay. Uh, what am well, I up to? Uh, I believe we C? Did I get to just agreed on intelligence. Oh. You're not no, reverse wait, engineering we? this in any way, are you? No, This is just not. happened by chance. No, no, no. Okay, then the, go the ahead. The came to me in the bath. You're Please. positive this isn't a word you found intriguing and then thought of an acronym. Uh, well, I, it's a happy coincidence, let's say. And you're Ernst Stavro Blofeld? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I do remember you buying all those signs that said Spectre about ten years ago. Look, fellas. Spectra. Can I be honest with you? Yes. I've spent all the money. What? Yes. Well, we, we better start extorting. On shots for my cat. 
Well, that's it. I'm going to my own island and I'm going to disrupt some rockets. <laughs> the real enemy here is feline AIDS. <laughs> I will say uh, that the um, there's it's a bit of a, a, a lighter touch than we're accustomed to in modern times with the weird stuff about Dr. No, like his crazy strong hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's... it's uh, they don't they don't do it too much. It's like just a little bit so you feel like, oh, this guy's a weird yeah, dude. Yeah. But they never say why. I kind of like that. Well, I like the he radiation. Says, he says it's a misfortune. Yes. <laughs> I can't shake hands. A misfortune. Also, <laughs> what? The end. Also, I love that his crazy strong metal breaking hands cannot grip a single pole. When he's being, <laughs> that's the downfall. The, oh, I just yeah. this metal can't grip other metal. Yes. <laughs> but he has no problem with a dainty cigarette earlier yeah. in a scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, there's clearly he can control it uh, thoroughly because he breaks the uh, statue. Yeah, and also handles a cigarette and can eat, no problem. But now, yeah. <laughs> the the eating did seem a little laborious, <laughs> to be fair. Mm-hmm. Um, th- this movie at the time was very well received, right? It was yeah. a gigantic hit, and I'm sure. Yeah. Well, cr- how was it received critically? Oh, I think I think pretty positively. Yeah, I think so. I they, think everybody expected a Bond movie to be fluff. Right. What's fascinating it's to me just is be fun. the yeah. movie cost, didn't it cost a, over a million dollars? I think it was a million. Was the a budget million was a million dollars straight million up. One million dollars. Which later cost. is just the budget alone for the volcanic island in You Only Live Twice. Right. Just the set. Wow. Yeah. They really figured didn't. out where to spend their money. Yeah. <laughs> Put it on point. the screen. That was Cubby Mo- <laughs> Broccoli's motto. Put it Cubby on the Mockley. screen. Cubby Mockley. <laughs> I'm Cubby Mockley. <laughs> uh, Your movies are dumb. <laughs> Put it on the screen. Please don't. <laughs> His childhood nemesis, Cubby Mockley. Look who's here, Cubby. <laughs> oh, guys. I followed you to the end of the earth. No. Please don't switch around my name. It's not. It's an acronym. <laughs> it takes too long, though. I don't want to go into it. <laughs> uh, all right. So let's... let's... Let's sort of talk about this as as the as, a family. as the jumping off point. Yes, please, as a family together, <laughs> as the jumping off point for James Bond. All right. So already off the bat, we're establishing the uh, gun barrel opening, mm-hmm. not Sean Connery, Bob Simmons, the stunt, which man. I did not know really? until last night. Yeah, yeah, I had no idea that that was not always the actor yeah. portraying James for Bond. the first three movies. I yeah. think they don't even bother to change it until yeah. Thunderball. Yeah, Why? then they were finally like, uh, "Can you do this now?" But yeah. what I mean, I cannot imagine <laughs> what circumstances prevented them from getting this very simple shot of Sean Connery I walking. Can... God knows he's proven he can walk on film. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but just to jump slightly to the left and point a gun at the screen and then just stand there. With no, the best of them. I can imagine exactly. And it goes, Sean, do you mind coming in? Just We just need to do a pickup shot. No, no I really I really didn't think I should. Uh, yes, I do mind. <laughs> Is there money involved? <laughs> uh, no, no. Uh, Lingo, fuck yourself. But even then, like he was nobody, right? This was his first big thing. Yeah, uh, uh, Darby O'Gill and the little people Thank aside. You. Thank you. That's the movie that got him the job, first of right. all. But uh, I was reading about this last night, researching for this podcast, and he made a stink about the money he was getting for Dr. No. He came in and he hammered his fist on the desk and admitted later that he was he was putting on a show, but he was always very concerned about money, and that's why they ended up having a falling out. Wow! So he he must have known he was smart enough to know this is going to be a big thing. Yeah, like or or at the very least, if this is a big thing, he didn't I think be it ready. was. He didn't think it was going to. Here's oh. the here's the sort of the, the 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 crux, and where I sort of fall into Connery's camp on this whole thing is 
Let's get into that Connery crux. Mm. Let's get in it. Let's get in. He wanted he wanted to be compensated as James Bond grew and grew and grew. Sure. His contract stayed the same. Yeah. So the producers would always renegotiate their own contracts with the studio. Mm-hmm. So they would end up getting more and more money, right. and they would never bother compensating Sean Connery. It's so insane. Which is, it is. just like I can I can justifiably I see. Yeah, go ahead, leave, just go. Because did you ever crazy. see the clip when he went on Carson? And yes. He was publicizing Never Say Never Again, I think. And and Carson says, "So who's the bad guy?" And he goes, "Cubby Broccoli." Yeah. No, he said, "Who's your favorite Bond oh, villain?" Oh, that's right. Yeah. 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 Cubby Broccoli. <laughs> Just like way inside baseball for that uh, audience, I'm sure. Everybody was <laughs> yeah. drunk. <laughs> uh, yeah. So the uh, and we get the we get the first semblance of a, of a Bond title sequence mm-hmm, with mm-hmm. silhouettes of women dancing and awkward music transitions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And yeah. It, it's it's kind of more like an overture. You it know, is. it doesn't have the because it starts out with the, the iconic theme. And having watched so many of these movies, you're sort of prepared for it to be you know these images uh, you know over that theme yeah. playing, and then it. Very abruptly, <laughs> segues into this island music, yeah. people dancing, and then it segues again into uh, the silhouettes of the three blind guys and, and three this sort of island version away. of three blind three guys, blind mice which is one of them is a dentist on the island. One of those three blind mice guys. He's the now, dentist. Honey, how do we know that? Well, I'll tell you. We watched the documentary last night. <laughs> And, left. Yes, and also they explained <laughs> ex- because he texted me at eleven fifty saying that he had watched it. I think I left at ten. I don't know, but they like explained that? that noise in the t- in the air vents. <laughs> what? We were watching the movie, what? and when, when Bond is climbing through the air vents in Doctor No's Island, at some point there's this inexplicable like laser twang. It just goes. <laughs> And uh, he looks around, and then nothing happens. Yeah, and apparently the sound guy—he's he's like well, back then. You, you, there was no libraries; you had to go out and find it. So I found this, and I wanted to put it in. Basically, is what it was. That's what that boils down to. So he heard a sound in life that he liked. Yeah, this and should be in a film. Arbitrarily, yeah. <laughs> put it in a movie. Oh, it looks like it goes in those tunnels. <laughs> The, the tunnels what's on the other side of those tunnels. Another <laughs> another very another thing that's very familiar to us now is crawling through air ducts. Yeah, you know? sure. And uh, so that happens in this movie, and I'm sure it was not a thing that people had seen a million times, but it seems like a very a spy thing to do. I'm going to crawl. <laughs> a very spy thing. For to the do. first time, though, I was watching a scene like this, and it made me uncomfortable because it seemed. Like, because I realized he doesn't know where he's going. Right. He's just crawling around in right. there. What is he doing? Right. And then when like the water rushes through and his big uh, plan to deal with that is to just like lock, lock on and stick my face right where the water is rushing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and down where the water would go into his nose. Yeah, even exactly. The opposite yeah, he's not facing the opposite. Yeah. It's not going to be washing over no. him. It's going to go right into his, <laughs> his nostrils. And then um, he just goes down. He just yeah. sees, oh, I, I will just go down there. And, and it's making me really anxious. Like, yeah. you don't know where you are. You know, I thought the same I, I thought the same thing last night when I was watching it. I was just like, there's no, he's, there's one way out of this, which is through this tunnel situation. You don't know where you're, Mm-mm. why down, though? That's yeah. my question. Yeah. Why down? Yeah. I feel like up would be the mm. way to go. Yeah. Because there's always going to be air somewhere. Did he even try up. the door? I don't think he did. <laughs> he didn't, right? Well, it's, it's it the was one thing they jail, don't show us. So. The one thing they don't show us. 
is him trying the exit. Trying to figure out how the door works. That was kind of alarming, though. I forgot about that crazy shock he it's gets. It's huge. Yeah, blown scary. onto the yeah. ground. Yeah. 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 That must have thrilled 1962 Oh, God, yeah. Tarantulas. And, and when yeah. he hits it with his shoe, I'm like... That's still live wire, well, when and he, he climbs, just does no bother. <laughs> when he climbs out the other end, there's just, well, that's probably still live as well. Yeah. Nope. 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 Oh, All you have to do is knock it out of its oh. frame, and well, then you There's a particular shoe. If you hit it with that shoe, it's... <laughs> I want to talk a little bit about this opening sequence, though. Yes. Because yeah. originally, there's this song that was written for this movie all throughout the movie, Underneath the Mango underneath Tree. Underneath the Mango Tree, my honey and me, by the moon. We all trailed off. I think I mentioned this last night. That uh, Monty Norman, when he wrote it, put this lyric in, we make Bulaloop soon. He was told that that meant making love. It was Jamaican slang for making love, but then had never had it. Everybody he's ever said to it in Jamaica is like, no, I've never heard of that. And he thinks someone was pulling his leg, but it got into the song. Or uh, they're being very protective of their secret term. Maybe. No one should have told Monty Norman. <laughs> but that was going to be the theme song for the movie. That was going to play under the credits. That's what Harry Saltzman wanted. Which I would have been okay with. Ah, it's a little dainty. <laughs> well, they, they, immediately it goes to, uh, who does it? Matt Berry from Russia with Love? Oh, Matt Monroe. Matt Monroe, yeah, yeah from Russia yeah. with Love, which is very sort of like. But at least that's kind of croony or something. But then It's uh, got drama to it. Yeah. yeah. As opposed yeah. to Underneath the Mango Tree. So Monty Norman was developing the James Bond theme, and he took it from an old melody from an old musical called A House for Mr. Biswas. Oh, yeah. And the lyrics, do you know it? And it goes, Oh, I'm familiar. Yeah. Yeah. I was born with this unlucky sneeze. And <laughs> I was born yeah. under the, the, the sign. Yeah, like it's talking about born under a bad yes, sign. Yeah. Right? And yeah. he can't stop sneezing. Yeah. And, that, and it goes really slow like that, and he just had that melody, and you can listen to it on YouTube. It's got sitar behind it. And that's all he gave to John Barry. And yeah. John Barry flushed out the rest. And that's why there's a controversy about who wrote that. Well, I think Monty Norman wrote he it. He wrote it. But yeah. yeah but the arrangement is beautiful. It's a and, great. But I would, I would say that arrangement is as pivotal as that melody because that, yeah. that guitar. And... Why couldn't it have been a collaboration? Because they didn't do that in the 60s. No. <laughs> uh, okay, so we go Three Blind Mice, uh, the... the, the uh, the most two-dimensional looking books I've ever seen in my life are removed, and the panel drops down to reveal a radio. Oh, yeah. This is oh. what she's opening. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, I could yes. not even, like, even if you, I've seen more three-dimensional things in, like, a Peanuts cartoon. Yes. Like, reading a Peanuts <laughs> newspaper cartoon, I've seen more three-dimensional books. I think These that, books would not fool a yeah. roadrunner. Yeah. <laughs> that was the thinking, though, that uh, an enemy would see and go, no, that's too obvious. I'm not even going to yeah. try that. <laughs> That's obviously well, just... no one would put a hair across the door. <laughs> um, I that whole workstation was very shabby and rickety. Yeah, because you couldn't you couldn't <laughs> lean on that thing. Yeah. There's no way. Well, you're not here to lean. You're here to do spy business. <laughs> if if you got time, time to, to lean, lean, you got, you got time, time to, to spy, spy clean. clean. That was another one where it's so laborious. Like we see every process oh, of yeah. sending yeah. the message. Like, yeah. yeah, so you're that over, and then. Let's get a close-up of her clicking the switch to send, and then she does it, and then she listens for a little bit. And And then it cuts to, like, a library in Silver Lake full of people that look like hipsters. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And their big clue that something has gone uh, wrong over in Jamaica, because, of course, there are no cell phones. Mm-hmm. Over there, uh, I don't even think anyone... They just try them on the radio. No one tries to call the house. I feel like nobody <laughs> tries to call. No. It's long distance. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So 
we are then propelled into uh, a, a sort of a sort of a who done it or a why done it, uh, and that's the, sort of the crux of what gets James Bond over there. Yeah. Now, we meet James Bond. The greatest introduction to a movie character I yeah. uh, ever. It I really think. holds up, and also a bit of a parody from another movie I learned last night too. What he was it? So much I without did. Us. I did. Oh, but I can't remember. <laughs> the director was referencing another film. Uh, I feel bad for the listen, the one listener out there that knows this. That's screaming into his earbuds. The name. Well, he shouldn't scream into the earbuds. Well, I, mean, I feel bad work. for him for Just that reason. He has a sickness. Microphone. Oh, I see. Yeah, he's he's he's. Well, he can't hear us talk about him now. Yeah. <laughs> he's, screaming he's yelling. Earbuds, he's yelling. So, so. Oh, what a weirdo. <laughs> so that itself is a reference to another scene. Yeah. But I, the, the thing that's fascinating. Don't worry about it. That's the, the theater downstairs, everybody. So that's, you'll hear some sound bleed through. Get over it. Katie's leaving our Miss Money Penny. Bye, Katie. Bye. Uh, okay. So the 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 game he is playing is uh, baccarat. Mm-hmm. The uh, the goal of baccarat, from my understanding, is to get as close to nineteen as possible. No, as close oh, to nine. I, no, nine. As close yeah. to nine oh, as okay. possible. That's yeah. helpful to yeah. know. <laughs> Let's why go. does he? Why does he keep winning every time he gets nineteen? Because you you can. Uh, there's a certain point where you can t- do do wheat bonk. This is all Sweet, they're saying. Sweetie, sweetie, sweetie. bonk, bonk, sweetie, sweetie. <laughs> Don't call me sweetie. May I may I say now uh, at this juncture, I hate any kind of card game in a movie. That is depending on my knowledge of the card game, I, poker. I, I don't know poker really, and so like any time that's in any movie where they like lay cards down on a table, and you're supposed to be like, be "Hooray!" Yeah. Or, oh no, I don't know what I'm supposed I'm to feel. Evoke something, <laughs> but oh god, I had no no clue uh, how to play that game or anything. like There's that. There's a great like two page primer on Baccarat and Casino Royale. You can just read the two pages and it tells you everything you need to know. Well, well all right, right. I can't wait to uh, <laughs> do that before I die. Paul, you want to go read with yeah, me? Yeah, let's go yeah. read that real We're quick. Read that, and we'll be back, Matt. Uh, Guys, it's just me, and uh, I'm going to do a little bit more low energy monotone talk. <laughs> couple of, couple of things. So we see we meet Sylvia Trench, mm-hmm. uh, who is the only, as far as I'm concerned, the only Bond girl to repeat. Yeah, and she was uh, originally supposed to go for like six films. Oh, wow. Because Lois Maxwell, who played Moneypenny, was given the choice, play Sylvia Trench or Moneypenny. And she chose to do Moneypenny. I love how much information you have. But now, do we know why she chose that? Because she knew Moneypenny would definitely be a part of this universe yeah. for longer? Yeah, she, uh, I think she also, this is just my uh, thinking. Sure. I, I think she probably... I don't know. Sylvia Trench is just kind of a more of a femme fatale in Money Penny. She was a sweet, yeah. sweet sort of woman. I think she knew her type or something. Is Sylvia Trench the cleanest James Bond girl name or the dirtiest James Bond girl name? <laughs> I never put any kind of double entendre in that. It's a weird name to give a lady. Yeah, if you're going or anyone really, but Trench is like yes. what? Oh my god! Why would you never put that No, why would you name an attractive female character Trench? <laughs> That outdoes every Bond girl that over, over Goodhead. Yes, because Trench. I suppose Goodhead, there is no thought to that. Yeah. You understand an, immediately what it is. But yeah. I don't even know Trench, if, they were if you think that. about it, it's the most misogynist name ever. Can, oh. can I also say I'm sorry that I said it and I'm sorry I thought it? <laughs> yeah. Oh. We just found a lot about your soul. I right think now. so. Mm. Uh, so. Please cut this out. <laughs> done. <laughs> Well, we forgot to cut that out. So here's the uh, uh, so Sylvia Trench. We meet Sylvia Trench. Uh, James Bond 
I don't know what the stakes are in this game, but the pile of money that that man walks out of Le Cirque with yeah. <laughs> is insane. Yeah. It's, it's, it's tiles, it's not even tied, chips. It's tied money. But they're all ones. Aren't they all ones? <laughs> I think they're all they're ones. They're ones tiles. <laughs> so the, the, so the British pounds, they were still using paper ones at that point. <laughs> right. Gigantic. They were gigantic <laughs> bills. Just, just ones, ones. Because uh, he, I mean, it looks like I sort of quickly looked and she, when she buys in for another thousand, it's six of those, t- five of those tiles. Mm, that so doesn't, it two, doesn't really help me because there's mm, different color ones in there. Anyway, he walks out with a pile of money. Oh, you don't know just, the colors of tiles? I don't understand. <laughs> oh, you're missing a lot about this I movie. I watched on a black and white television. <laughs> I challenge you to a Mahjong game. <laughs> Speaking of which, we just saw Fred Durst playing backgammon at a restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> we kind of buried the lead, Paul. <laughs> Is this Cockney rhyming slang? <laughs> I don't get any of that that you just said. <laughs> we were uh, side story, everyone. Uh, fast forward uh, thirty-five seconds, and you will no longer hear the story. Uh, <laughs> Matt and I went uh, over to Chibo a Restaurant across from Meltdown, mm-hmm. and uh, we sat down. We were having a nice uh, dinner between podcasts. Yeah, between, between podcast podcasts. meal. And to our to our right, I see uh, a, a gentleman put a case on the table. And I'm like, oh, what's going on over here? Case opens up. <laughs> backgammon table. You're thinking? It's just a backgammon I'm thinking like, shark. okay, well, clear, he clears a table, says something to a waiter. All of a sudden, multiple tables are put together. Sits down. There's a girl there that's just crayoning. I'll call that. What's not drawing. <laughs> drawing oh, yeah, with, because they have those know, jars with yeah, the crayons yeah. in them. It's waxing. You and can... she looked to be <laughs> 24, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Very tops, attractive young tops. lady. Mm-hmm. Uh, Love a lip work. Sits over there next to uh, backgammon empty empty table with a back. I'm like, who's gonna be sitting at this amazing table that features backgammon crayons? We were and expecting this girl. Louis Jordan from Octopussy to come. <laughs> uh, and all of a sudden, I see a gentleman with a baseball hat that is too old to be wearing a baseball hat, and I say to Matt, "Is that Fred Durst?" <laughs> and I say to Matt, "I believe it is." Now, my question is for Matt. Was he wearing the baseball cap backwards, Fred Durst style? I don't think he was. No, he had it on forwards. He's grown up a little bit. Yeah. He's grown up a little bit. Is that his little disguise? If I wear it backwards, everyone's going to recognize me. This way, I can go out incognito. But you just... He was Sasha first. Right. (laughs) Didn't you feel a little dirty? You feel a little dirty after you see... Fred Durst, and I don't know what it is. But the the disconnect of Fred Durst and backgammon. It, also, yeah, a child a child joined the table as well as another another gentleman, mm-hmm. and this appeared to me like Fred Durst family time, Fred Durst dinner with the family. Maybe so. However, he just sat on the other side of the table with that other gentleman, and they played backgammon during family time. Look, everyone spends family time differently. Yeah, Fred Durst spends it. At Chibo, playing backgammon. I, uh, so, during my family time, I will sit at the table with my family at dinner, but I will face my chair the other way. <laughs> and I'll eat my meal off my lap. But we're all together, and everyone loves it. He does that sometimes, too, to give the appearance <laughs> that his head is backwards. That's right. <laughs> yeah, I'll put my clothes on backwards. <laughs> that was the longest 35 seconds of my life. Yeah, welcome back. Uh, welcome back, Fast Forwarders. There's also a two-minute button on DevCast. <laughs> Believe me, I know. Uh, all right. So okay, so we Sylvia Trench, we meet James Bond. Mm-hmm. The famous line is uttered: "Bond, James Bond." Yes. The music cue happens. Mm. 
appropriate time for the music cue, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. We'd all agree. It's an perfect time, mm-hmm. Monty. Great, great. Mm-hmm. We got mm-hmm. we introduced James Bond. Mm-hmm. The next time, Uh-oh. that music cue <laughs> happens. He's walking through an airport. Yeah. He's just walking through yeah. an airport. And isn't the next time he's walking through a hotel lobby? Yes. Yeah. Checking his messages. It's walking music. It's Amblin. People in the audience are saying, oh my God, could you imagine being in a hotel? <laughs> or that close to an airport? What is that like? What is that like? He used a payphone. He's just walking. We got a message. <laughs> That uh, yeah, to me that was that was a very uh, interesting. But what I what I immediately what you see with Connery is sort of we have to even we haven't even gotten to the part where he gets his Walther PPK. Yeah. But uh, I think just the size of Sean Connery, just the yeah. size of yeah. him as yeah. a human being, he's a big boy. And he's, he's somehow lean though too. That's yeah. the crazy thing. Yeah, yeah. he's like yeah. a like a, I would. I would liken him to a Hugh Jackman of our time. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Oh, he's yeah. he's like in peak physical condition. And I was saying to Matt uh, Gorley last night, it's so weird to see him that young. I haven't seen yeah. him that young in a while. And he almost doesn't look like himself because we got so used to this sort of mid-period yeah. Sean Connery. Yeah. And then the, the older Sean Connery is so familiar as well. But when you see him that young, it's like, oh my God, of course. Yeah. He had to have uh, been a young person at yeah, one yeah. point. Yeah. But he's still like... It's weird how young and old he looks at the. Yeah, at the he same doesn't time. look. Was he thirty three in this? Yeah, I think. Yeah, it's it's what I know. Yeah, he looks simultaneously older and younger than that. Yeah. You know, it's it's <sighs> a very, it's it's wild. It's really wild to see him just like he's very vibrant and yeah. very like. It, it, you see why he got this job. He looks like this guy. Yeah. And immediately, you know? just immediately, he walks into the office. He just sits down next to my or on Monty, Monty Penny's lap, mm-hmm. essentially. And just starts sweetly talking to her. And I'm like, holy shit, this guy is fucking charming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's, like, he's the it's most easy charming person it's I've ever seen. easy to see. Like, immediately. Uh, and then we, uh, we meet uh, our M, who will mm-hmm. be our M up through Moonraker. Moonraker, correct. Yeah, yeah. He is with us for quite a while. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I, I love Bernard Lee. He's oh. so... He's, 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 there's something about him that's so... English... I want to say, <laughs> yeah. like yeah. it's so like, but there's like different levels. I, uh, forgive me, anyone listening in the UK, but I feel like there, or you might agree with me, there are different levels of English people. Sure, <laughs> like there are different levels of yeah. English people. You have your 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 Jeremy Clarksons, your Hugh Grants. Well, if a country ever had so, a class, yeah, system. it's almost <laughs> as if they have a system of classes. Yeah, my <laughs> guys, I, I don't think that's it. <laughs> I really don't think that's it. <laughs> I feel like there's just different types of English people. No. <laughs> but he uh, Bernard Lee to me whenever I think of a, a, of 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 an English grandfather mm-hmm. that that mm. that would be who I picture. Yeah, he's amazing. He's amazing. He's got a pipe. That line, it's 3 a.m. When do you sleep? <laughs> like oh, I have vowed to just one day have a study with double quilted doors, leather that's, quilted doors. That's what made the end <laughs> two ply, they're two ply doors. Oh, that's what yeah. made the end of Skyfall so satisfying yes, to me. Yeah. That door yeah. Oh, did that door make the a reappearance? Door oh, I had no yeah. idea. Yeah, yeah, they sort of reset everything. I did and, not know. And uh, that, that made that get very gratifying. Mm-hmm. But Skyfall, of course, will be our next episode. Don't worry about it. Uh, we're, 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 moving, we're moving from the front to the back. Yeah, we're take going, it easy, guys. Going Why is everybody in. yelling? We need to know. We need to know. Stop yelling into your earbuds. <laughs> Bloods. Oh, 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 dear. Oh, that's what's happened to my ears. <laughs> oh, my God. For all your yelling. Uh, 
Uh, so, uh, world's uh, greatest secret agent. Uh, all you need to do to break into his uh, apartment, apparently, is be a woman. He should have put a hair on his apartment. <laughs> he you probably know? forgot. Oh. I mean, it's a very easy thing. If you get in the habit of putting a hair on your apartment, mm-hmm. after a while, if you're in a rush, you might forget it because mm. you feel like you already did it because mm-hmm. you've done it so many times. Then he just starts placing it at the center of the door. Yeah, she that was that was crazy. There's this long discussion with his boss about what kind of gun he can and cannot have uh-huh. and uh, how dangerous it is to have this other gun and very uh, in detail discussion of the proper equipment for spying. He goes home. There's just a lady there. <laughs> Playing golf. Yeah. <laughs> the line the the line to insult uh Sean's gun, Sean Connery's gun, uh Boothroyd, named after the guy who was the uh, as far as I'm concerned, the first internet commenter. That's what we said last that's night. That's exactly what Matt yeah. said last night. It, no, that's 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 I agree with you hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. We yeah, yeah, gotta yeah. take a talk about this guy break. The world's because, first yeah, we... internet commenter. This is a guy who was reading and enjoying mm-hmm. the works of Ian Fleming. Mm-hmm. I say this is chopping. <laughs> but he was not enjoying them fully. What's this? <laughs> Page 34, line 12. Words 4. <laughs> You'll see James Bond breaks out his Beretta. How do you feel about this? <laughs> A Beretta? <laughs> I say <laughs> What do you mean? <laughs> so this, this uh, gentleman, this, this a barrietta? What? <laughs> no, that's only really what the devil? <laughs> Crumbins You got it, ladies and back. I've I've spent all morning parting my mustache. <laughs> oh, hold on a second. Yes, <laughs> for the lister. <laughs> There's this guy, James Boothroyd. Jeffrey Boothroyd. Jeffrey Boothroyd, who is a, a weapons expert. He's reading this book and he's saying, well, yeah. this guy wouldn't, this type of guy would not carry that type of gun right. because X, Y, and Z writes to Ian Fleming and says, um, excuse me, but uh, <laughs> I don't think that your secret agent would be carrying a Beretta. <laughs> um, and uh, Ian Fleming says, oh, all right. And so they strike up a, a correspondence, right? And they mm-hmm. start talking to each other and then... Um, from that from that point on, James Bond, the character, carries the Walther PPK. Yeah. Um, but we we saw on uh, there's got to be a million editions of these movies, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, there's, there's... Uh, but but this and the last one both have that. Oh, okay. It's there... basically a normal special feature. On yeah. the special feature of Doctor No, there's a visit with <laughs> oh, yes. the actual uh, Jeffrey Boothroyd. It's like five he... minutes long. Oh, it's and it's it's really absolutely great. worth your time. Yeah. This guy is a weird. He's like a cartoon character. Yeah. He's got this thick bushy mustache that is parted in the center. So much so that there's a like a river of skin. Yeah. It's not even yeah. just parted. There's a there's a gap. There's he's a divide. Got male pattern baldness on his upper lip. <laughs> he does. Um, <laughs> and and he's talking about these guns. And then at one point he demonstrates the kind of holster that you should have. You know, if you don't, you don't have a chamois leather because a gun could get caught on it and it wouldn't get out. And blah blah blah. Uh, so he favors the um, rather than the shoulder holster, the stout leather, stout leather, which is uh, he knocks on it and it's very solid and it's uh, it's not it's not chamois leather at all. And uh, he says, "I'll demonstrate uh, how easily the gun can get out. I'll do a quick draw uh, on you." So he's he's like looking at the camera, and he says, <laughs> "That's a quick draw." Where it is like. 
Oh my god. We watched it like four. Or five, I couldn't man. stop watching it. He the look on his face, he puts this look of intensity on his face and he goes for the gun and he does like this little hop. Where it's the slowest quick draw you've ever seen. And I, at one point, I drew my imaginary gun and shot him. It is absolutely worth seeking out. If you don't have the DVD, rent it. It's yeah, got to be on just YouTube. Just order it from Netflix. Be on YouTube. But, but what Netflix you're forgetting you to yeah. mention is that when he's talking about the chamois leather holster and the stout leather holster, he's got a holster drawer and all of this is taking <laughs> yes. place in his fucking living room. Yes. Right. So then he, he opens a drawer and there's just literally a drawer full of random holsters. Some on belts, some not. Yeah, it's like and a junk drawer. Yes, <laughs> this is he walks over to some kind of like credenza and says, oh yes, well I'll show you what it's like to shoot. He opens up this fine English Louis Couture credenza or something and there is a target just busted wood in there and he's shooting things in his own living room it's amazing he's insane yeah he's an insane person this is had youtube been around in the 60s you would be not robbed of millions of hours of this because i feel like that's what everybody was like yeah. And they all would have made. Yeah. Their oh my videos. god! If that yeah. guy had been alive during, oh, if they, if YouTube god. had been around while that guy was alive, how, oh, how many great videos would he have? Oh, posted? he'd have a History Channel show. He like. would be on Tosh more than Tosh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Jeffrey Boothroyd. Here's and a so, shitty fat pun. But, I'm but Tosh. Fleming names Q after him. Major Boothroyd. Yes. His name Q. His, I mean, the first guy in Doctor No isn't Desmond Llewellyn who yeah. plays Q, but right. he's got that, that weird accent. I couldn't yeah, figure out where like, that guy was, was supposed to be. Was Welsh from. or something? Like, Anytime like, I don't know our accent, from? I'm sure it's Welsh. <laughs> it's Welsh or South Africa. Uh, but the, but this know. is the, uh, he not only abided this guy, but he named a character after him, which he's I crazy. think is is exactly what happened to Gene Roddenberry and Jordy LaForge. Really? He got a letter from a, a handicapped fan oh. saying how much he loved uh, Star Trek and, and he loved that, uh, you know, in the future maybe his handicap wouldn't be uh, so much of an issue and that he could probably maybe serve on the Enterprise. So, uh, Jordy LaForge uh, was named after a guy named Jordy. I did not know that. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So they gave, him, they gave him the handicap of being blind. Now, see, that's a lovely story. Right. But I think that Ian Fleming was probably scared of this guy and all his guns. Mm. <laughs> well, I, I say, old boy, how about I name a character after you? Uh, I'll whatever you say. Yes, I suppose that'll do for now. <laughs> Kind of lost it the other. I'm hungry. Make me a sandwich. <laughs> oh, we were also talking about what it must be like to be married to this guy because he's so properly English and you know he's just so regretful he couldn't be in the Boer Wars or something and comes home and just if dinner's not on the table. It's tip, 601. Why isn't dinner on the table? He seems like he, that guy, if I remember correctly, seems just old enough to have not been able to serve in World War II. Yes. Like, he must have been so yeah, bummed yeah. out. He yeah. probably missed both the, the Great War and World War like, II. Like, he probably is the kind of uh, 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 gentleman that would have sat on his roof with a uh, rifle ready for <laughs> yeah, any German yeah. plane yeah. that came It's here. World War II, but he's wearing a doughboy World War One. <laughs> yes, yes, he pulls yes. a handkerchief out of his sleeve at one point. To demonstrate how shitty the chamois leather, yeah, I, I that confused me. We watched it about four snag. times. I was like, "What? Okay, but you're, why don't you show us with the holster?" No, I just <laughs> like chamois leather it might as well be a handkerchief. <laughs> anyway, you wouldn't know gun stuff. Wife, <laughs> do what I say. You're you're not as quick with meals as last night's wife. Before I shot her. <laughs> With a Ruger 275. This is the to shoot a woman. That was a good Boothroyd detour, you guys. Uh, all right. So we've uh, James Bond's got his gun. James Bond's at the airport. James Bond arrives in Jamaica. 
Mm-hmm. Beautiful Jamaica, we see Hawaii Five-0 himself, Jack Lord. Cat glass fever. <laughs> he is wearing the craziest sunglasses. They're not crazy for a woman. Oh. Well, honest to God, I think they're not... I, I, they go beyond just looking like they might be <laughs> ladies' sunglasses. They are something other entirely. Like, it was like... A prototype sunglass that did not catch on, <laughs> right. like as a, like as it like they they're so prominently on this guy's face when we first see him, and I'm sure people thought we are going to make a mint on these sunglasses, yeah. and then nobody wanted them because you, you look like you were an alien trying yeah. to pretend here's to be. Jack, here's Jack Lord's thought: uh, I know what to do. I'm going to pick out the sunglasses myself. He's a spy. Don't want to see his face, right? <laughs> Uh, yeah, Jack, that's great. Uh, you might want to think about the... Nope. <laughs> can, I, can I ask this? Yes. If you could find a pair of them, would you wear them? Out? Uh, yeah. <laughs> would you wear them out? No. There's a... That, they are too... They They're are too crazy. large. They are too it's large. It's not even like... Look, I would the have... biggest I go is the uh, Steve McQueen Thomas Crown Affair sunglasses. <laughs> oh. That is the biggest I will I'll go. do some Lou Wassermans. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's not that I'd be worried that I would be... Like, I'd be fine going out thinking, oh, these are eccentric. But there's just no question in today's world people go, well, he's just wearing women's sunglasses. I don't <laughs> yeah, know right. why, why yeah. he's doing that. Yeah. Is, like, does he, he know? Maybe they, they, would, they would not think, oh, he's being really hip. They would think, oh, he just doesn't know. You Do would you expect think... the arm of the glasses would be curved up into the frame, like those yeah. little yeah, yeah. twirls. Do you think that's what happened with Jack Lord? Maybe. He didn't realize he was wearing women's sunglasses. Maybe, oh. <gasps> Maybe they so, look so really different from the back. Right. <laughs> <laughs> They are his prescriptions, so he never sees them Different as they. <laughs> yeah, he can't. the only way he can get a good look at them is when they're on his face. Yeah. Who looks in the mirror with sunglasses? No, no, no one. one. I mean, it's too dark inside. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, except if you're wearing mirrored sunglasses. Ah. Next section. Um. Uh, so here's Felix Slider. Yeah. They have some chat about Felix Slider. I think Jack Lord is my favorite Felix Slider. Uh, I was saying last night, I don't, I don't know what it is. I feel like he's you didn't enjoy too him? Jack Lord. He's uh, walking around conscious of it's himself. kind of what I liked about I, it. I get it. Um, <laughs> I just enjoyed seeing Jack Lord in a tropical setting for all of us. It's fun, right? <laughs> it's just, yeah, yeah, for a change. Yeah, nice change of pace. Change. Uh, hmm, gosh. You didn't like it? I, well, I don't mind him. <laughs> You're really... <laughs> Really here's the thing. I know I'm supposed to. I know he's supposed to be my favorite. Is lighter. he though? Is that the consensus? Yeah. All right. But you know, my favorite. But do you think lighter? because of Hawaii Five O is that why people like him so much? Because they never see him in anything else. Right. Was this before or after? This is this is this before. Is, oh, it's before. before. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 So this. I mean, did people know him at this point? I'm sure he had been in some things, but I don't think he was a name. Yeah. I I found out from a friend of mine who went to one of those uh, autograph expos. Like that they have at the Beverly Garland Hotel. Um, there, Ironically, some, right? No, I think he was going there for. I forget what he was going there, but I mean, there's there's a million different things that you can get yeah. there, and, and there was one booth that had old contracts, you know, old Hollywood oh, contracts. My God. And he saw Jack Lord's contract for the first season of Hawaii Five O. He got paid a thousand dollars a week, <laughs> which is exactly what Harrison Ford got. For Star Wars, oh, we were really? just talking about this at dinner over backgammon. Because I just, I just interviewed Harrison Ford with uh, with Nerdist. It hasn't wow. come out yet, and I and I said to Harrison Ford, I said, "Wow, thousand dollars. That's pretty good. That's pretty good money for the seventies." And he just looked at me like I was the most insane person in the world. So I immediately just went, 
Yeah, but like a thousand dollars in the seventies, like a billion dollars, right? <laughs> <laughs> then he laughed, and then said, "You weren't uh, alive then," and went back to being very dry. <laughs> <laughs> now, I my first show business job was Mr. Show, uh, my first big job, and I never made. I made. Just shy of a thousand dollars a week, and I could not believe it. Oh God! Yeah, like that was yeah. so. Hey, Harrison Ford. Yeah, yeah. You were making people bookshelves. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. Right. Yeah. So that's nothing to sneeze at. I still at. feel like there is a majority of the population that would be thrilled to this day with fifty-two thousand dollars a year. I wouldn't say mm-hmm. no to it now. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yes. Yes. How much are we getting for this? Oh, uh, <laughs> it's a podcast. So we'll lose money. I see. <laughs> We've all already lost yeah. money on this. Yes. Oh. Yeah. We're actually yeah. just... Gas is expensive. Mm-hmm. It's coming out. It's yeah. coming out everywhere. Fair enough. Somewhere, somewhere, Scott Ackerman gets a check. I don't know how it happened. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, then they... Yes. Say this is an edit point. I have about 15 minutes. Okay. Go. And then I got to right. go. All right. Uh, is there anything... You have, Okay, so... Paul, Paul has to, Paul has to run. Paul's well, no, no, I got, I do have 15 minutes, but I, I didn't want to. I know we were getting we're still at the very early stages let's, of the movie. Let's, let's talk to you about what is there anything in particular with this with this movie that you would like to point out, or a sequence in which you would like to go? This was ridiculous. My first question was: Is this the first time, or this is this the only time James Bond ever sings? In a James Bond movie. That's right. Yes. And we couldn't think of another time. Oh, I can't imagine him ever doing that again. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. He got it out of the way early. Yeah. He he whistles, but that's all I can think. Yes. He whistles that code in, is it Moonraker? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, The, uh, I I will say this. Very nice singing voice. Yeah. Not bad. Not bad bad at all. And Ursula Andress, too, if it were her voice. Glenn Close. <laughs> was that not her singing? It was not her voice the entire movie. No, oh, I didn't know that. Mm-mm. The whole time she She's was overdubbed. Com- most of the Bond girls almost are dubbed. Everybody is dubbed. Yeah, it, there's it, a, it, I, I did notice that. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of my favorite Goldfinger. Gert Frobe is not that right. one. I knew. Yeah. yeah, my favorite dubbing in all of the James Bond movies. Lana Wood is dubbed. I didn't know. Yeah, that. yeah, I knew that would break That's your heart insane. specifically. That, Sorry, that is go ahead. Terrible. Sorry. Think about yeah. this for a moment. Ooh, boy. But my favorite dubbing in, in the history of James Bond movies is the uh, the uh, captain or leader of that team on yes, the boat. Yes, yes. He's got the whitest voice possible. Yes. Yeah. He's basically Edward G. Robinson. Also, at the end, when he says, let's go, or move out, puts the megaphone down, yes. audio does not change yes, exactly. whatsoever. Exactly. Whatsoever. <laughs> let's go. We, 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 we've machine gunned the beach. <laughs> Nothing happened. All right, well, we'll be back and you'll get yours. And we're bringing a dog. We'll be back with the dog. <laughs> uh, the, the production value overall is, like, they, obviously there's way less fantastical stuff in this one the first time out than there will be later right. on. And so you could see that they they absolutely did the best with what they had mm-hmm. and, and things were real and like there's a scene where uh you know Bond is sitting talking to Coral when he first meets him and he's just like covered in sweat. Like <laughs> yeah. it was clear like yeah. they're just like we're not gonna mop what are we gonna mop yeah. him down between yeah. each take? Just it's hot here, people will understand. Quarrel, by the way, for me, and I even wrote this down, uh immediately the most likable character I have ever seen in my life. <laughs> 
You know he what? Is so charming. He is. He starts out really charming and likable, but then as the movie goes on, they make him this sort of minstrel. You yes. know, it's like dirty cat. He get, yes, of, yeah. he gets progressively more cowardly as the yeah. movie goes on, and believes in, in mysticism or dragons, and you know the fact that uh, the, yeah. you know we hear about this dragon. And then <laughs> Ursula Andress is like, yeah, there totally is a dragon. And then when we see the dragon, <laughs> yes. it's so obviously yes. a vehicle of some kind with headlights. Yeah. And you can see even in the dark, well, that's paint. Yeah. They've yeah. painted teeth on As it. a child, I uh, when I first saw that movie, I got kind of excited that there was possibly going to be a dragon. <laughs> I'd forgotten that that's what it was. And I was like, oh, what is this going to be? This yeah, should yeah. be really clever. And yeah. then when that's what it was. It's just like some all-terrain vehicle that shoots also, fire. Nothing is shot at night. Everything is day (laughs) for night. Absolutely. No doubt. Hard shadows (laughs) everywhere. (laughs) There are cloud coverage in the in the night that would never exist in nature. But I will say the the as as crazily cheap as it seems by today's standards for a movie of that size, right? The acting in it is largely pretty good yeah like everybody agree. commits to everything they're doing and you were talking about you know connery doing the the rear projection acting everybody in the movie absolutely goes for it you yeah. can't fault anyone and everybody's pretty good yeah, right yeah I mean, joseph wiseman was a theater actor yeah, right? I, I he was really he was, fun to watch yeah. i think he was very good yeah, yeah i think there really is you sort of see uh some sort of real trauma that happened to him not other than his hands i'm talking yeah, about the character yeah. of dr no like this is like, something... like a bigger thing that these movies have always been conscious of really good casting like putting yeah. good people well i shouldn't say that well yeah later it sort of That's got away true. from them a bit but also <laughs> part of the this the reason this movie's so great is the acting but the production design even though they didn't have much money but ken adam Oh my god! I'm that room, in love with that, that room man. that Dent walks oh, into—that was an with afterthought. That huge ceiling, yeah, it was terrific. And that beautiful shadow. That was an afterthought. It's gorgeous. I would have yeah. liked to have seen more stuff like that yeah. in the movie of that. You know, just that the disembodied voice of Doctor No yeah. and so calm. And here's what you're going to do: and yeah. go sit in that, go sit in that chair that's all the way over there, and then go to that table that's all the way on the other side of the room. It's it's really it really creates. A mood and a sense of menace, and you don't know what's going to happen. It's terrific. Was there any part of you that when uh, Ursula Andress and uh, Sean Connery get taken and uh, they uh, end up in that hotel, essentially? That's what we call it a spa. Any yeah. part of you that was like, eh, not bad, not bad. I might just, I might just. Let me just let him do what he's doing. <laughs> yeah. What what is it by the way? He's just making some rockets not go. Is that yeah, no one's dying, right? Yeah, yeah. He just yeah. seems to be embarrassing people. No Wait, he's like so, Banksy. So you're telling me this guy will not kill anyone unless they try to go on his property? <laughs> I think you could talk me into staying here. Also, the fact that he he encourages he drinks this coffee and encourages her to drink this coffee. He's He's not as good at spying as you no. imagine James Bond is. Although, was that really poison or delicious medicine that helped them rest up? Mm. <laughs> I, I, I did notice, too, that after Bond is asleep and Dr. No creepily uh, <laughs> lifts yes. his covers to look at him or something. Yes. Um, what, yeah, that scene. What is that yeah. scene? I think that's sort of just him going like, I need to see this man. It's, I need okay. this it's great. man. It's, it's yeah. so weird and unsettling. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. But that they've put Bond and Honey Rider in separate beds. Well, decency. <laughs> like, well, my house, my rules. Keep yeah. up appearances. When you're under my roof. This will be your I don't room. see any rings on any fingers. <laughs> 
We only just got your sizes last night. Oh, my God. Real line from the movie. Real line. This is the best fucking villain place in the world. I want their sizes. (laughs) First thing. Get jacket, also shirt, sleeve length, inseam, hat size unnecessary. And remember, <laughs> inseams, I want one inch on either side, three pairs of each pants. No cuff unless there's pleats. <laughs> Sizes first, nation secret second. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, that the, 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 I, the staff... The staff of that hotel. I, you mm. know, we go to a lot of hotels, yeah. we're around... I want to go there. They're yeah. terrific. It's how- like the W in Singapore. <laughs> like we were wondering, how much do they know about what this guy does? Right. Like what his yeah, whole thing is. They don't seem to have a stake in it. Yeah, they just have a job to do. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. and that is treat these people like kings, yeah. just short of ever letting them go. Yeah. Otherwise, the- what? They're out on the beach looking for shells yeah. to sell for fifty dollars. Provide <laughs> the best service in the world. Like, they, mm. that really, that, I just wanted to be there. Remember, yeah. I'll be yeah. reading the comment cards. <laughs> <laughs> Would you stay here again, Mr. Bond? <laughs> Sorry, we missed you. You had the do not disturb sign on your door. <laughs> Uh, what if when he comes in and you don't see his face and just his hands he's putting a little chocolate on the pillow <laughs> he's got to be very careful he doesn't crush it to bits how alright since we're since we're essentially on the island now yeah uh, uh, favorite reaction shot of the movie Ursula Andrews reacting to James Bond needlessly murdering a man yeah. yes yeah. needlessly yeah yeah yeah, yeah. didn't yeah. have to nope didn't have to didn't have to do it yeah but her reaction shot she, what but is then she at? she's she's horrified by this, right? And she's like, "Why did you do that?" It's pretty obvious why I did it. And then later on, she tells a story about how she poisoned someone. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, hold on a second. Yeah, these people were trying to kill us. <laughs> they shot at us. They came back with dogs <laughs> to sniff us out. Like, what do you think that guy? I'm gonna reason with him. Of course, I had to kill him. You think he wasn't gonna rape? Both of us? Yeah. You you poisoned someone you just didn't like. Because you had an idea of what he was going to get up to. But, uh, her, yeah, the uh, the reaction, I feel like they, uh, when they were cutting the film strip, they, like, started, like, 30 frames early. What was, she does, what was she her was reaction? warming up. She just... She does, yeah, she... She does... <laughs> there's just, like, a real, real long buildup of nothing. Right. Like, just but her she, face. I they basically, the direction was, uh, keep reacting and we'll take a slice of it. But yeah, they went probably. Too long. Yeah. Yeah. I, honestly, I would not blame her for this. Yeah, yeah. I would, I would yeah blame, you're probably right. I would blame the editing. You're probably right. <laughs> you're a hundred percent correct. Given how much walking we saw in this movie, I would right. say that everything right. could have been well. And yet, this down. movie is heralded for its fast, brisk cutting and editing, cutting on movement, which you didn't do at that time, which yeah. now wow. is normal. Yeah. This movie, Peter Hunt, the editor, he set the tone for like basically the Bourne movies. It just took a while Don't to get say there. That. I'm saying oh, it. it took a while. Come on. I don't. How about that harrowing directions giving scene? That was so fast paced. <laughs> I wrote that down. <laughs> oh, literally every turn. It's not to get from his hotel to her apartment is done, and then they show him driving and the. Turns. It's literally show and tell, show and tell. Yeah, he pulls into time. when he goes through that quarry or whatever it is, yeah. and you think, yes. oh well, he's oh. reached his destination. Yep. No, no, he's no, halfway there because she's still talking. Yeah. <laughs> 
Chalk she's mail. still right. giving more directions. And she surprises him when he shows up because he's supposed to be dead. But who pointed out, was it James last night or you? Oh, yeah, all, me. Yeah. All, all she had to do was, at the end, give him one wrong turn. Yeah. Yeah. She just needed to get him to the murder point. She yeah. didn't need to actually get him all the way to her house. Yeah. Why? Why, why did she do that? But also, this is a woman who's, who comes out of the shower not wearing a terry cloth robe, but a terry cloth dress. Right. Did you notice that? Right. It's like a yeah. gown. With a, There's a like lot a of terry cloth in this movie. With a zipper. With a zipper too much that yeah. he unzips it and does the no hands things. And then there's a conscious – you can see the moment in James's head where I might as well fuck her. Like there's a moment yeah. where oh, yeah. Sean Connery oh, yeah, yeah, switches yeah. and goes like, Meh. and you know there there is there is a moment in there that that is uh, that retains the the sort of brutish flavor of James Bond from the books, right? Because in mm-hmm. the book he's kind of a brute, yeah. And like you see him be kind of a jerk to her, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, ah, eh, I want right. to do this. I don't care what you. I want to go out for dinner. <laughs> yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. Who cares? You shut up. I'm calling a cab. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, you know, and it's weird that you start to think. I was thinking oh, he's, Italian. He's being very rude, and then you realize, well, she did try to kill him. That's yeah. true. It's fair. Yeah, this one's justified. This one time, yeah, justified. It's justified. justified. Mm-hmm. Uh, so okay, so uh, we from there we end up. Uh, they go to Crab Key. Mm-hmm. Jack Lord leaves to get the Navy. Jack Com- Lord complaining the whole angry. time. Angry. Angry. Making uh, fun of how much Quarrel has been drinking. Yeah. <laughs> if the dragon comes, breathe on him. <laughs> That's what Jack Lord says. <laughs> Which would really just kill him as well. Yeah. It would just <laughs> blow up the island. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, all right. The uh, uh, I'm sorry, everybody. I, I wrote down what the gentleman says when he takes the megaphone away from himself. Uh-huh. Oh, right. Full speed ahead. <laughs> Full speed ahead. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, so two uh, white people playing Asian in this movie. Yeah. yeah. At least one is says half he's Asian. half Asian. Yeah. Right. But that, the other one, there is no explanation oh for this blue-eyed woman goodness. who has some false eyelashes on. She's yeah, she has Asian these lady. like eyelid makeup appliances. Yeah, yeah. and then that, like pull. Yeah, and then they have, they have like they're pulling her skin back. Um, plus, there are Asian women in the Doctor No Hotel. Yeah. that are doing such a fine job of yeah. acting that I tried to book the hotel. They were staying. That's true. <laughs> because oh, they're hello, so uh, Asian. W Singapore. <laughs> oh, you don't exist. Uh, okay, so. Uh, I loved yes. their... Oh, the, yeah. I wrote down, for a supervillain, he is the most cautious with radiation. Mm-hmm. Mm. Those, <laughs> yeah. the yeah. crazy suits everybody was wearing, yeah. with yep. the weird flat tops, flat top helmets, uh-huh. yep. uh, but then the uh, that whole sequence with them going through the shower to get the radiation scrubbed off of them, that it's it's almost terrifying... That people knew that little about how deadly radiation was. That that the that the audience is supposed to say, "Oh, okay. Well, that was a close one. They they almost got irradiated yeah. to death, but they scrubbed it off of them." So that's because the true. first thing to do is go up to them with what amounts to like uh, uh, putting up a billboard with some glue. Exactly. <laughs> they got those they weird just brushes. Scr- scrub them once on their clothes. Oh, on their right, clothes, right, yeah. and right. They, they don't even rinse off. And then they check. But then them again. they go, "Oh, the clothes are contaminated. We better get rid of them." Yeah. I think it went through. <laughs> I think some seep through the clothes. Uh, yeah, I, I think. Uh, Honestly, nuclear power was exciting back then. I will Everyone say this. I, age. I think Dr. No, of all of the James Bond villains, I think he was uh, 
the most. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. I just think it was the the most procedural, conscientious, the most organized. Mm-hmm. If you oh, will. absolutely, yeah, yeah. and yeah. hands on. He was right there in the control room. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, running the he show. He had no one do anything for him. Yeah, he was on a tower giving orders. He overcame his handicap. If anything, James Bond is the villain. Well, also <laughs> James Bond's big plan once he infiltrates. The reactor room. You or accidentally said plan. <laughs> well, he gets in there. He he gets the suit on, uh, and then uh, he just kind of looks around for a little bit. <laughs> grabs a clipboard. Grabs a sheaf of papers, and then just goes and sort of stands by Doctor No <laughs> until Doctor No says, "What are you doing here? Get over there!" It's like, "All right." <laughs> And then he's there, right near the right near the danger, danger level lever. <laughs> the, the danger wheel. It's a danger wheel. And the wheel. guy danger. operating the danger wheel is inexplicably in a suit that is just puffed full of air. For some reason, yeah. he needs well, that's oxygen. The, it's yeah, an opaque suit. Yeah. You can see he's wearing a nice uh, yeah. short sleeve shirt yeah. and some, uh, a lot some of navy blue. dockers. A lot of powder blue. Probably powder like blue. a Lacoste situation. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's probably, but uh, <laughs> just the, the clear marking of danger. Mm. Yeah. Also, you really can't miss it. Also, I also loved the signs that said what each person was checking on. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Weather. <laughs> Lunch sandwiches. <laughs> and then, as high tech as it was, those guys just had to yell across the room. Yes. I'm yeah. good with weather. Yeah. There's fire over here. It's me. I'm waving. Danger man. Weather on the walls. <laughs> We're not in danger. Thermal. Oh, uh, pardon me. You realize you're. <laughs> The danger wheel is turned up too high. <laughs> do you think he enjoys talking that way? Do you think he... Because it's fun to do. Do you think oh, it's fun it for is. him? Do you think he just says stuff into the mirror? <laughs> what yes. do I sound like when I say this? Hello, hello. What do it's, I sound like? It's the most... McPherson strut suspension. He doesn't even attempt an English accent. <laughs> no, he, not, the, I will say, this is the most he's attempted yeah, in his accent. It's crazy. Yeah. He's sort of like the Scottish really comes out sometimes, but the, he, he does, for the most part, he tries to sound Which English is funny because if you uh, ever rewatch Die Another Day, Pierce Brosnan sort of gives up and is just Irish. Mm. <laughs> he just. He, he gives up he's in a done. few ways. Yeah. He's done. And he just starts Irishing. Yeah. That's what I'll call it. JD him. Power and Associates. <laughs> <laughs> Three years in a row. <laughs> Car and driver, ten best step, delish. Step aside, Brian Unger. <laughs> How the stage got their names. <laughs> Swamp people. <laughs> Ice road truckers. <laughs> Ponstash. Duck dynasty. American restoration. <laughs> We're almost there, you guys. Ponstash. Did you do that yeah, one? Yeah, I did. Oh, okay. did. That one then? Uh, <laughs> storage wash. Ancient aliens. <laughs> Top chef all-stars. Shijin Five of Celebrity Apprentice. Sharknado. I meant Shijin Seven. <laughs> Sorry. Catfish, the TV show. <laughs> the Real World Road Rules Challenge. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we have a winner. <laughs> the Real Housewives of San Diego. There we go. Is that him? Did they do a San no. Diego? Oh, they just did. Yeah. For Comic-Con? For Comic-Con. The Real Housewives of Comic-Con? Yeah. Hey, how about that show? <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, let's see. Uh, he defeats uh, Dr. No. And the movie ends. Boom. Ruins that his quickly. Plan. Yeah, it that really quickly. Does. Oh, yeah. They blow up the, the fort. Not only that, but... Get in a boat. Over. Nobody who worked on that movie got credit. 
<laughs> the credits. No, that's yeah. yeah. Well, they're all in the beginning. Panels. That's there's how a lot of goes. There's a lot of credits in the beginning. It is Everything's nowhere like it is today. Yeah, yeah. everything's but, in the beginning. Just but it so... did. They did establish uh, another hallmark of the series, which would be Bond in some sort of mode of conveyance with a lady. Right. Um, right. Doing it. They're just doing it. <sighs> It's like, hey, let, this boat is going to tow us to safety. Let's let the rope go. No, we should, we should, we should fuck. Mm-hmm. Let's have the most uncomfortable sex we could have <laughs> on the bottom of this rowboat. We could easily go back to, I don't know, a hotel in yeah. Jamaica, <laughs> the <laughs> beach, Jamaica. the beach. Yeah. <laughs> Not to imagine. Let's let's let go of the rope and maybe drift towards that horrible radiation cloud that has just <laughs> yeah, been. It's, uh, oh no, that's like seventy feet away. That can't affect them. <laughs> I also. Why have my hands fallen off? <laughs> did you guys notice the uh, <laughs> <A> misfortune? <laughs> did you guys notice when they get into the boat? There's two gentlemen in the boat already. Yes. And, uh, yes. No, and James I Bond, didn't notice. Uh, yes. James Bond has to dispense with them. Yeah. One excellent extra. Does mm. not quite fall out of the boat the entire way. Yeah. And stays there until Sean Connery then goes, well, I better get him out. Yeah. He knocks the one guy out. Yeah. Like, like n- literally knocks him out of the boat. Right. Right. The other guy is just knocked unconscious. But Sean Connery dumps him overboard. Like, well, the guy's not awake. <laughs> yeah. oh, he, he's a killer. Yeah. I better take care of this. Yeah. Uh, James wrote me an email today because we are talking about that. James d- Bladen. Yeah. James. Not James Bond, you guys. No. <laughs> he's not alive. Jimmy Blades. This is, we watched this movie. <laughs> Uh, uh, and uh, there's this controversy over whether James Bond is too uh, ruthless when he shoots Dent in the back in that room. He kills him once, and then he shoots him again in the back. Right. But James made the point he's not licensed to defend himself. Or like, like right. He can kill whomever he chooses. To kill. He's an assassin when he chooses. But the 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 contention is that the contention is that second shot, right? Mm-hmm. Does he really need to do that? He's already he's already put him down. And you, we as the audience are conditioned to think, especially at that time, oh, he's dead. Yeah. So then he shoots him again, and there's this horrible jerk, you know, where yeah, he yeah, reacts yeah. to the, but to the like, second shot. Like betting that woman, this guy tried to kill him. He put a tarantula in his room. But I would argue. I'm not pro-dent, believe okay. me. Oh, okay. I would argue, though, that uh, there was still information to be culled from Dent. Oh. Before, because yeah. he asks, yeah, right. who do oh, you work for? Tons more. Yeah, yeah. who do you work for? <laughs> he won't answer him. I'm just going to kill you then. Did you put that tarantula in my bed? <laughs> I can shoot you in the knees, but I won't. I'm going to check you for tarantula, Prince. <laughs> All right, we know you got to get out of here. Uh, I do. I'm sorry. Paul F. Tompkins, thank, thank you, you thank for you. being our yeah. first guest. Guys, thank you. I hope I was a good one. You, you were, were great. great. And we needed this because Dr. No, I feel like our spirited conversation in some ways makes this seem like a more exciting movie. Than it is, yeah. yeah. But we're going to have you back for Live and Let Die. I would love to come back for Live and Let Die, which was my first Bond film Ooh. that one, I ever saw. One of my favorites, and we talked about that, yeah. our birth year movies. Mine was Live and Let Die. <laughs> what, was, what year were you born? 68. Oh, so, so you were between uh, Sean were, Connery and George Lazenby. I'm you're one on, of those. You're on Her Majesty's Secret Service minus one. Oh, yeah, really? We're no yeah. longer using the Gregorian calendar. We're just yeah. saying <laughs> names of James Bond movies. Sure. Yeah. And then plus or minusing a year. Yeah. Oh, God, I hope they keep making them. Yeah. No, I was born in Octopussy. Sorry, guys. Yeah. What, what, what year was James Bond born? I guess he was uh, born in Doctor No. <laughs> well, if, right? if you're going by the cinema, James Bond, that was 62, and he, I think he was supposed to be around 33. So you do the math. Literally, because I can't. <laughs> oh, he was born in uh, 1929. All right. Wow. All right. There we go. Okay. Wow. <laughs> Paul, we've done it. 
Paul. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you, guys. We right. have James bonded. We have. We'll end everyone like that. Oh, thank you. Thanks for listening. Download the next one. Wait, do we need do we need to say anything? Do we need to like wrap it up? We can wrap it up. Yeah, we'll wrap it up. You get out of here. Go perform an hour of stand up for people who think they're seeing Sarah Silverman. That's right. Go disappoint some people initially, (laughs) and then maybe win them over by the end. (laughs) Bye, Paul. Thank you. Bye. Paul has acted like he's left, but he's secretly hiding in the room, just to listen in. It's very odd. So let's do do a post mortem. Let's post mortem. Okay. What do we want to talk about segment-wise? The villain, what he could have done? Yeah. All right. Normally, uh, our guests would participate in this segment. Yeah. Again, we are open to jingles. Right. If you want to send in a jingle, this segment is called... What the villain could have done to be successful. (laughs) Not the best (laughs) name thing. Those are great lyrics for a song, too. Yeah, it's not going to rhyme. So, here's, here's... So... Obviously, uh, Dr. No's plan, as we found out during the show, which I was still confused by, is just to get the Mercury rockets to Dude's, tumble. He wanted to be a nuisance. Yeah. He just wanted to annoy the American government. I don't think it would be as simple as him killing Bond, because that would have brought a lot of heat down on this area. Oh, the Marines would have swarmed in. Yes, yeah. Absolutely. So, he's got to... And he can't move up his timetable at all because he has to do it when the rocket is launching. Right. So he kills Strangways in the beginning. Yeah. That's what sets all this in motion. Yeah. Hmm. What's he, what he's got to do is kill him but make it look like an accident. I think even then, in the words of our uh, great friend Glenn Fry, the heat is on. Mm. Even then. I was I wasn't prepared for that at all. I can't refute a Glenn Fry. <laughs> uh, he he had the smugglers blues. <laughs> uh no, so I think I think what Dr. No what can Dr. No do? I guess I guess if he had built a better prison, he would have been successful. Because oh. the rocket would have tumbled before the Jack Lords got there. I'm just calling it an army of Jack Lords. Uh-huh. The Jack Lords. Okay. Yeah. Who, by the way, are dressed exactly like you are right now. Oh, I see what you're saying. <laughs> All of the Jack Lords on that boat are wearing jeans, some boat shoes, and the blue shirt. That's which right. is exactly what Matt Gorley decided to wear to our podcast. <laughs> yeah. That's true. That's true. <laughs> you seem so sad about it. I know. I feel pretty good about I think it. It looks great. I look good. We should mention yeah. what your shirt says. It says... MV Disco Volante. Look at that. It's the only James Bond shirt I I shouldn't feel bad about being a James Bond nerd on a James Bond podcast, but no. somehow I Own do it. a little bit. Yeah. Own it. Yeah. Own it. Uh it's what they wear on the Thunderball. Listen, I have the I have Volante. the Omega Seamaster that James Bond wore yeah. from Goldeneye right on through Casino Royale. You've got that money clip from I also have the money clip from Quantum of Solace. I I I, if I can find something James Bondian that he actually used, I will uh, purchase it. What I won't do is like buy the watches that like Omega makes a special edition Skyfall watch, for right? Instance, yeah. And what they have on them is instead of seven, it says 007. Which, if you're spending seven thousand dollars on that, yeah, yeah. you have. 
too much money. Get the 007 cologne if you're that concerned. Oh, get it. Get the shampoo. Mm. Get that. Okay, for the record, we're just going to do a little bit of statistic work here. For the record, the James Bond theme is cued. How many times do you think it was cued, man? Uh, I'll say, including the opening titles? Yep. Five. Correct. What? Exactly. That was a guess. I'm not that, that is exactly right. I'm not that fantastic. The James Bond theme is cued five times. The most impressive thing that James Bond does when this is cued is... Say his name. Yes. <laughs> Yes, I would have also accepted uh, check for messages at the hotel lot. <laughs> that is the other answer I would have accepted. Oh, I like this. I like that you yeah. quizzed me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now, of course, uh, James Bond, uh, personal killings. Uh, Let me guess. Can I guess? Do you know? You have it written? Oh, I don't have it written, but oh. you can guess. And then I'll try and verify or deny you. Well, he, he kills the chauffeur. You can't... How many people are in that car he runs off the road? Uh... Oh, I don't know. I just yeah. always assumed it was the three blind mice again. And he kills probably numerous people on that island oh, when it blows up. The, don't talk about the island. All right. I would say he's, he's got, he's, plus he kills. Uh, You're saying he's got, at least, he's got at least 10 yeah, kills. Yeah, I would say, yeah. At least 10 kills under Yeah, belt. pretty bloody. Uh, pretty bloody. Uh, he drinks a uh, medium dry, dry vodka, vodka martini, martini shaken, not, not stirred. stirred. Yeah. yeah. Which is uh, the first, the first James Bond martini. And he, they drink Red Stripe beer in here. Red Stripe, because they are in Jamaica. Yeah. And apparently uh, Red Stripe is actually in Jamaica. Right. That's correct. I had no idea yeah. until I saw this movie. Uh, the other fun thing about uh, James Bond sort of uh, becoming his own sort of... Uh, I don't even know. He's not even a character. James Bond is sort of like beyond... Icon? A character. Yes, the, I- the iconography of James Bond yeah. is really... All established in this movie. Yeah. And like, it's not blown out of proportion yeah. like in later movies. Everything about this he, man. They drink champagne too, they do Dom Perignon. Yes. And that, that guy prefers... pours it forever. 53. Yeah. Yeah. It was a 55, right? Was it? I think it was a 53 and he prefers the 52. No, he, pre- he oh, prefers 53? I think. 54. Oh, God. We just watched this 12 yeah. hours, 24 yeah, hours but, ago. I mean, come on, we're not James Bond nerds. Yeah. Uh,. But yeah, no, he drinks the Dom Perignon. He's at the club. Cigarettes galore. Mm-hmm. I or, love yeah. when, when he gets there uh, to uh, Dr. No's hotel, spa, and uh, murder <laughs> resort. Uh, <laughs> to the Ojai Valley yeah. Inn. They offer him uh, cigarettes. Turkish, American, <sighs> and UK. <laughs> and what is he? He must choose Turkish. What I feel is like he should. Yeah. yeah. Unless at the time, I guess, maybe American cigarettes were the best cigarettes. Wow, who would have known? Who knows? Who knows? He beds three women, ostensibly, because I guess yeah. he has to leave Sylvia Trench. Does he? Does he... Oh, he's got to put it in her. Yeah, well, he certainly does, because he's with her the next movie. Yeah. In, in from Russia, with love. Yeah. With his Bentley. That's right. Where's my Bentley? Where's my Bentley? Uh, so, uh, overall, I think this is, sets the tone and is... Um, personally, my personal favorite movie to throw on. My personal favorite really? movie to just I'm sort surprised. of sit back and let it go. It's the pacing of the movie that I find so comforting. It's one of the ones I watch the least. Really? Yeah. Because I find it to be a really solid film, but because it hasn't established any of the conventions and because it's not horrible. Yeah. Like, it, it's not great or horrible to me. And I so really, I, I don't find it exciting. I really, me. really enjoy the first 45 minutes of this mm. movie. Yeah. Like, I really do. I almost never put it on. Wow. Yeah. Socially, of course. Yes. Um, 
Ah, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, 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 there's no henchman. Really. Dent is kind of a henchman. Yeah, I guess, yeah. But they hadn't really established that until the yeah. next film. The quirky sort of henchman. Yeah. Although, god damn, Robert Shaw. Oh, yeah, he's the uh, best. He's and then so they, you go from Robert Shaw to, to Odd Job. Yeah. And then... Uh, Thunderball's pretty weak. Domino? As a henchman? Yeah. No. You, why would I mean, you not Domino. Um, um, what's the fucking... What's the girl? Oh, the... yes, yeah, but I think of her as like a femme fatale. Oh, really? I think the henchman in so that is Zenia, that kind of bald Zenia guy. on the top to you is not a henchman? All right, you have a point. Is that what you're saying to me? I don't Are you know. Just because but Fiona Volpe, because I a woman? love her. Because they're a woman? Well, I'm giving her the, the, a compliment. Thunderball, by the She's way, classier than uh, is the one I watched the least. Yeah, the I don't watch I that a lot. Yeah. It's 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 a lot of underwater stuff, but yeah. you'll you'll we'll get to that. Yeah, we're we'll we've, that. we're we've gotten ahead of ourselves. Um, I didn't ask Paul about the Mayday thing and Paget Brewster, but I will ask oh, him when yeah. Live and Let Die comes around. We have to do that definitely. Yeah, because that that I got to get an answer on that. Um, and then the only thing uh, that I can remember that's because I've read all the books, but they run together, and I think the main difference in the novel and the movie. Is that Honey Ryder, mm-hmm. Ursula Anders, her name is Honey Child Ryder, which she got because her Jamaican maid raised her. I think her, her parents are killed and she's kind of like lives in a basement as a child and is like has doesn't have a she either has a, like a book learning education but doesn't have social skills or it's the other way around. Like she's almost a halfwit. And it makes it kind of weird in the book when he beds her that he's kind of taking advantage of someone with like inferior intelligence. Wow. Yeah, and you just she got real I, dark. I know, but I mean, she you has. Could see, you could see a little bit of that in the film. There's a little bit of that with her getting the shells and her being so cautious of it, and in the books, being it's so like excited about it being fifty dollars. <laughs> in the book, she's more of like a Nell, where she kind of has like a speech problem or something. I can't remember exactly what it is. I have to. I promise to research these things a little bit more next time. But but I think this was a, a great first episode. Yeah, we did it. I think that uh, James Bonding, mm-hmm. Matt and Matt, is uh, so far it's bonded. A success. Yeah. 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 It's we, bonded and set. Now, uh, tune in next week. We are actually going to be watching Skyfall. Let the sky fall. Let it crumble. So if you're listening to this episode and you didn't listen to our episode zero, uh, what we're going to do is we're going to watch each movie, but we're going to go from both ends and uh, meet in the middle at uh, For Your Eyes Only. We have some wonderful guests lined up. We do not yet have a guest for Skyfall because we've yeah. been thinking about it. But yeah, should we say who some of the guests are we've got lined up? Sure, yeah. Well, we know we've got Paget Brewster and probably... Uh, Tom Lennon, uh, Chris yeah. Hardwick. Yeah. Chris Hardwick and Padgett are probably going to both be on the same episode talking about A View to a Kill. That's their favorite. They're both very passionate about that. Uh, Paul yeah. Shear is going Shearer to be doing... wants to do On Her Majesty's yeah. Secret Service. T- Thomas Lennon wants For Your Eyes Only. Correct. Paul will be back for Live and Let Die. Yes. But we have some other people in mind, and, and we're starting to... We really haven't done much administrative work on this podcast no. yet. So that's part of the reason. I think the reason we both agreed to do this podcast is because we didn't really have to do that much work on it. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice. Yeah. It's a nice, nice yeah. thing. So it'll be a surprise who our guest is for Skyfall. Yeah, we haven't uh, we haven't quite booked that yet. So uh, tune in next week. Probably. I mean, ninety uh, percent chance is Daniel Craig. I think. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're tight. 
He and I. Yeah. I don't know if you know that about. No. We did, we did a scene together. I would think I'd know that because he and I are so tight. Oh, like why, you never why have we not in a, in a mutual capacity? What if know. he doesn't know either of our last names? He thinks and we're the just same takes person. comfort in the fact that we're both named Matt. That's fair enough. <laughs> See you next time on James Bonding. Now leaving nerdist.com. Hey, this is Arnie Niekamp from the Improv Fantasy Podcast, Hello from the Magic Tavern. I fell through a dimensional portal behind a Burger King in Chicago into the magical land of Foon, and I started a podcast. Season three has just begun with a brand new adventure to defeat the Dark Lord. If you're a new listener or you've fallen behind, season three is a great jumping on point. And we've got great guests like Justin McElroy. I sound like a fancy college professor. Eight nights. <laughs> Rachel Bloom. You all see my collection of men corpses and one woman. Felicia Day and Colton Dunn. You've seen <coughs> me have intercourse with a variety of species. It's a bummer. Andy Daly. You have the members of Genesis listed, but Phil Collins yeah. has crossed out and then circled and crossed out again. Uh, yes, I have killed Phil Collins twice. Thomas Middleditch. <laughs> Oh. Jesus! I mean, Jazos! <laughs> Ruler of the Eighth Circle! And that's just the beginning. Season three of Hello from the Magic Tavern is out now. Listen in Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rose, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.